Man, this Brick Wolfpack, you are now watching Real Life Street Stars. Click the link down below, subscribe, leave us a comment and like, man. Stay tuned. Y'all gonna like this series. Everybody start clapping right motherfucking now. We got two legends in the building. Cap G, Wolfpack Brick, not stepped on. Come what on. the fuck going on, boy? What's happening? We not in this bitch. Big Brick, Wolfpack, paper round in the man. Two Flexicans. No, man, don't call me a <laughs> call me a flex. Hey, come you on, know what I'm saying? 2023 and beyond, it ain't just started. It was like no New Year's resolutions, man. We been flexicans. We started this. We started away with this shit, man. We ain't the drip. We the ocean, goddamn me. Come on, man. But, man, you got to take us through there. What is it? What does it require to be a flexican, though? All right, so look, yeah. the definition of a flexican, <laughs> shout out to my brother Guapo, too, man, when you put it on. You feel me? So we're going to keep the PG. You got to put it on. But it ain't all you. It's in you at the end of the day. You hear me? So it's like this here. You feel me? To be a flexican, you got to be loyal. You got to keep family. You got to keep God first always. That's the main thing. But when it comes down to putting that drip on, you got to put it on a certain way. You feel me? It's like mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand that. And, and, and fashion plays a big part in this industry. And one thing I could say about me and Cafe can't nobody outdress us, and we the fashion icons in this shit. But shout out to Bad Bunny and them, and I don't well, and all, you know. I love y'all, man. You know what it is. Shout out my brother Rob G, nah, for, for sure. real. But shout out to J Bob. That's like my definition of a flexican. Like, yeah. I'm him. So, him Jones. For we're going to put this. What gonna, you think, though? Like, your show definition of a flexican. Flexican, you're going to put that shit on. Shit, what? this shit got to be in you, man. I'm gonna put that shit on every day. I ain't had to be a rapper to put this shit on. It was gonna be on me regardless. So like, like, did you wait like you just woke up one day and just realized, man, I'm a flexican? You know what's crazy that you say that though, bro? That's that's totally like wrong. Like, we been him, uh, 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 you know, middle school, high school, type shit. best nah, dress, uh, 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 best good looking. Man, go pull the yearbooks, yeah. man. Like, go go back and do the research. Yeah, you got to do the you research. Who like, best dress is, uh, best look and all yeah. of that, man. We was them. Like, like before motherfucker wanted to rap. Yeah. Before, before we wanted to rap, we been them guys. And it's funny, been though, because I got, a good, I got a good one to tell you, though. Like, a lot of people always ask me, like, you know, Brick, you from Houston? Yeah, I'm from Houston and shit like that, right? I'm from the Northeast, right? Yep. But, like... I also grew up in Galveston County, was like Hitchcock, Texas, like mm -hmm. by like, like Lamarck, Tech City, and all that and shit like that. And let me tell you the definition of they, like how they would dress. So I would be wearing Jabos and Soldier Reeboks and tall tees, you know, that was a <coughs> drip at the time. A V right. Zoos, uh, 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 yeah. Red Monkey, what was it? Yeah, Red, Red, Red Monkey, Monkey, right? All, right. That, yeah. all that, all that, all that good shit, right? Boom. You know, I'm I'm already grilled up, all that. In middle school, we doing this shit, right? Motherfuckers, like, you know, people like, man, where you get that grill from? TV John. Oh, man, they kept it. Oh, he got his grill from a TV shop. Whoop the whoop the whoop. You feel me? But you know what that taught me? Shit, I way, I'm way ahead of my time, bro. Way ahead. Way, way ahead of my time, man. I'm, nah, for I'm, real. I'm, I'm, and Philly and beyond, like, way ahead of our time, man. Now, hey, I'm just curious. You know, because you know we about to do a dissection. You know what I'm saying from the black culture to the Hispanic culture. Come so, on, right? 
when it comes to dressing in middle school, do y'all do it for the females or the shit on the other niggas? I do it for all of that. Everything. <laughs> Everything. What I'm trying to trip. I, I'm trying. I went. I was that one that was in there trying to get the teacher to make sure I got them straight A's. You feel me? Like, like I, I'm gonna just keep yeah. it all the way a stack. Like, we're not gonna sugarcoat nothing. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to you know Coach Carney, everybody. There was a lot of people that you know it, it, it was weird, bro. Cause like I bounced around from like if, if I'm lying, I'm dying, bro. I went to 30 different schools from when I grew up from 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 elementary to high school that I could name them from from. From Trinity Gardens to J.C. McDade and Too Short coming to perform and, and elementary, and we watching this dude like, man, who is this? Doing want to be a baller? You feel me? Too Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Too Short? Hold on, hold on. Who the who the want to do that? Lil Troy. Who the want to be the baller? Who the want to be a baller? Lil Troy. Boom. Coming to the schoolhouse performing that, bro. I promise you on everything. I used to look this up, bro. I was like, probably like 11 years old. And you know how uh. Uh, Slim Thug and them, the culture in Houston, they would always talk about like getting sweets from sticks and blah, blah, blah. Well, how about this? I lived across the street from sticks. Oh, wow. Mm. You feel me? I was there when they had Thug City. Like, I don't know if y'all know about Thug City, but that's what the original Swisher House and how Chopping Them Up Part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way to 9, and Lesson 12, and when J-Dog and them coming up, shit like that. So I always been around the culture. It was like, it was like I was born into it born into it. It wasn't like something like we woke up and we was like, Type shit. like, oh, we just want to put it on and be cool. Yeah. Like, nah, if we didn't have it on, yeah, you was going to be the laughing stock of the schoolhouse. Nah, for real. See, yeah, I'm just, just, just being honest. See, me, I'm from the A. I went, I ain't go to the, too many schools. I went to elementary, middle, high school, just one school every time. But right. when I went to school, it was nothing but all blacks. And I'll probably be like, Nah, my school was like that too. Though. I promise, I promise on everything. And, Me and, and my brother and was the only that, at Like he's saying, on. if you ain't had that shit on, you was gonna get. They was gonna get on your ass. You had to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Quickly. Quickly. Type shit. Nah, but it's crazy though, cause it was more like trendsetter, because it was so much of like a little country town. But I ain't gonna say they weren't about that. Like it was more active. Like I thought, like man, when I go out there in G County, it's probably gonna be country. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's how I got a lot of relationships that I know y'all probably think like, damn, how he know Peso or how he know, yeah, I know them from that. Like I knew them before he was Peso, Peso. I knew, like, you know, and it's deep. You asked me about anybody, I'm gonna get into that. But it's just to, to go back to say this, like, like I grew up around the culture. So it's like, I had no choice but to either be down or get rolled on because that's, how, that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Man. Who the best dress? Who looked the best? Like you know what it is. Type shit. Yeah. How did you follow to the music? So I, I always like my whole life, like I always been doing music. Like music always was a passion of mine. But what a lot of people didn't know, I was a boxer before I did the music. The reason why I boxed for eight years for George Foreman. I won Silver Glove champion. I went to the Olympics. I had over three hundred amateur bouts. All that. I sparred Jermaine Taylor. Like you know, I you know I was personally trained by George Foreman. Southpaw too, so it was crazy that when I turned like 13, my uh, you know my grandpa had passed away, so I had moved to the island to go hold down my grandma. You know that's that's the most gangster thing, your family. You gotta make sure they straight. So I went to go hold her down, and while I was out there, it was like I couldn't really be in the boxing gym and active like I wanted to, but I was still training. You feel me? So 
Aztec, which is actually my blood cousin, um, Escobar. I don't know if y'all y'all would probably remember yeah, him from the draped up, the draped up and dripped out remix. Yeah. Well, that's what Houston and Texas knows him from. But if you ask the mainstream artists, like I'm talking from Noriega to True Life, Hector Bambino, Jay Z, Jigga signed him in 2005. But we also signed a rap a lot, so we signed two deals. We had signed a Rockefeller, but we started our own label under Rockefeller, which was called Rock La Familia, which was ran by Rob. So shout out to Rob, you know, all y'all over there too. And it was like, you know, shout out to Jigga, shout out to Ho, man, you know, real one, real to this day, solid one. So, and Jay Prince, he played a big part in that too, because we're from Fifth Ward. Like, we, my dad's like original Hardy Boy, like Moody Park Ride, all that. Like, we go that back, you know what I'm saying? So it was like easier for me when Aztec got signed with Jay, and we like, bro, you from Houston, like, you have to go like holla at Jay Prince and put you with the mob. So I could actually say we was the first one to wear a Rockefeller and a rap a lot chain at the same time. You feel me? We doing this shit in 2005. When you seen your Aztec get that feature from Jay Z, right? <laughs> what did that make you feel like? A nigga bro, from the eighties, bro. We made it, bro. We made it. Like, like when it happened, it was so weird because we was pushing it so hard, and you know the Wolfpack. That's what it is. Like. This is like, shout out to all my brothers, man. The whole Wolfpack family are like straight up. We're finna make our 20 year anniversary. But I'm like one of the four original Wolfpack members that started the Wolfpack with Aztec. Me, my brother AD, Don, Goon, you know, it's a couple of us, you know. And at the end of the day, it was like one of them things like, bruh, Jay was so real with it. Like, I remember the day Tech signed, bruh, he chunked us. The, the the Rockefeller chains, Hummers, I'm talking about a million dollar budget. We half of another two hundred thousand dollar budget studio time. Uh-huh. We riding bulletproof benzes. How old you were? Bro, I was like 12, 13 years old, eleven years old, bro. I didn't know about none of this. So that I was, was in crazy. the mix kind of just like like seeing everything happen, soaking up the game like a sponge. Cause I'm you know at that age you like a sponge, you feel me? Yeah. So like I kinda like was peeping it. And it's funny because uh, Tech had a bulletproof Benz until to this day. I remember he was like, hey, uh, go move the car. And you know me, I'm a knuckerhead. I'm 13. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. So I hop in it and the windows were so dark. I remember I reversed it and I hit the ditch with that old and all kind of like tore it up, right? But back to what Jay, like Jigga, um, he would bless us, bro. Like I had every pair of Rockerwear jeans and every Rockerwear jacket that came out, Jay sent it to me like, that's what I would wear in like middle school and high school, and people be like, "What is that rockwear? Who'd you get that from?" I'm like Jay Z. And they'll be like, <laughs> "Jay Z, like, like Jay Z, like, Sugar. yeah, ho, Rockefeller, saying Rockefeller." So you was destined to be in this game. Yeah, I mean, it was like I wasn't. I, I wouldn't just say I was born into it, but I do come from a background of entertainers. Like my uncle, which is a proof of fact, Jesse Montemayor four-time Golden Glove state champion, ranked top 10 in the nation in the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Now he's handicapped. He had an accident, but he was getting ready to go fight for the main event for the world championship against Hector Camacho, if you look it up. And Evander Holyfield flew him out to sit ringside, and he was right there. He had pictures with goddamn the president, with with Bush, with Sr., you know what I'm saying? And, And imagine Evander Holyfield flew him out. He was that cold of a fighter coming out of fifth war, so like... That's how I built that bondship with like George Foreman and and, and you know uh, 
uh, Jake Prince and all Savannah and all the different boxing gyms and communities and stuff because they knew like, oh, he's a he, he's a Montemayor. Like he he's he come from a bloodline of fighters. Like his uncle was ranked top ten in the nation, not in not just in the United States, the whole world. Like went to the Olympics and won the Golden Gloves four times back to back. Who does that? It's never been done. Like who does that? You feel me? Like yeah, we were stepping on, we were standing on that. So that's what really got me into the entertainment business, cause I was like, damn, my uncle out here doing that, and I seen him handicapped, so it kind of hurt me. So in a way, I was like seven, eight years old. I remember, and he would always, they would always play with me when I was younger. And then it was like one day I just took it serious. I'm a southpaw. I, I got to get in the gym, and it was what was the odds that George Foreman had a gym that I could walk to, bro? Like, so I would walk, I would come home from school literally every day. Mm -hmm health junkie and I would like walk to the boxing gym and train all day, spar all day until I turned like 11 and then I got to compete in the amateurs. That's when I started going in, won the silver glove championship, golden glove. I started just going hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that was with the boxing shit. Though. So are you still good with the hand? Oh man, I'm lying from the shoulder. <laughs> Bro, I'm lying from the shoulder. Man, I know y'all seen like that. There's been a lot of people that like you know the uh, uh, shout out to uh, celebrity boxing. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they they try to put up a, a, a celebrity boxing match. You know what I'm saying? Before Jake Paul and them was doing that, man, they put a million dollars on the table. They gave me a hundred racks off the top and was like, hey, if you can get in the ring and beat Brick Wolfpack, you know, we'll give you a million dollars. But the thing that they didn't know. Yeah, I was a silver glove champion, you know, they yeah. just thought I was brick. They didn't really know. <laughs> but the people in the streets knew what it was because like, bro, like, you know, it was overstood. Like, you know, you, you know a lot about the altercations and the stuff to be on the internet. Well, guess what? Why do you think I always came out on top? I'm right. blessed. So what is one thing that George Floyd, uh, George Foreman rather taught you that you just, that just stuck with you? Man, I ain't gonna lie, the discipline. That man had like a, you gotta remember, he like fought Muhammad Ali nah. and his sons too, they was beasts. But I had, he had a trainer called Roscoe Hill and I still, I'm still i still real good friends with Roscoe. Now he's over there with uh, with Floyd and them. So shout out to OG Stadon, Floyd Mayweather. He, he trains with, you know, TNT. And um, like, it was just so different, bro. Like, cause the way he would tell me like, you got it. Cause you're a Southpaw, I didn't understand it until I broke down the science of it, like, I could protect myself from every angle. Not Can't real. nobody else do that in the world. Not I was with one of one, you feel me? Like, there was not that many Southpaw fighters coming out. If you think about it, the ones that did come out are like the greatest fighters. Javante Davis, Not for real. Manny Pacquiao, I think Floyd. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, Floyd. He, Floyd, he, 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 he sweet. He orthodox and southpaw. Oh, that line, yeah. Damn. Um, pretty much all the, like the most like greatest fighters right now is a proven fact. They're southpaws. Yeah. So, so hear names like Floyd, like Amanda, like Holy, um, like George uh, Foreman. What does Oscar De La Hoya stand in your top greatest or whatever, whatever, whatever? He definitely top five. He definitely top five. Okay. No matter what what going on right now yeah, or what the situation, I can tell you like this. When De La Hoya was in his prime, he was putting on for my people. And I'm not just going to say because he put on for my people, I'm rocking with him. He made us look good. Yeah. He went out there and shined, bro. Like, he put in the work. He went out there and fought good fights. He, he fought a lot of good fighters, bro, in a lot of big battles. And he came out on top.
You know what I'm saying? He came out on top. Like, it's De La Hoya. Like, you feel me? That's like saying, that's like me asking you right now um, about Mike Tyson. Right. How you feel about Mike Tyson? Yeah, no matter what, he put, yeah, he put on for the put on. Yeah, he put on. There you go. There you go. So I look at De La Hoya like I look at like Roy Jones and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? He was live. But they do have live fighters now, though. But yeah. that ain't no disrespect to the GOAT, because he's still always going to be the GOAT. He put the work in for it. He deserves his flowers. Who's the liveest fighter you've seen right now? Right now? Yeah. Like, right now, right now? Yeah, right now. And what division? Shit, any division. Like, just period? Like, yeah, you're saying, like, period. who like, do I like? Who do you feel like it just got it? Like, Tank. Tank. Yeah, he did <laughs> What about Terry? What about uh, Errol Spence and Crawford? Do you want to see that fight? I like Spence. Ain't he from like, he be out here in the city, right? Ain't from like Houston? He from Dallas? I like him. Yeah, he cool. But I got a lot of good like relationship with, uh, I don't know if y'all know about uh, Danny Swift Garcia. Yeah, that's my dog. Like, like I'm real, and he's actually like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. He one of them one. He gonna get out there. He one of them one. What made you put down the gloves to uh, like fully? Like say, I'm done with that. Cause you can find a career in both. If you right. What made you say, I'm going to put those down and we're going to be over here with it? Honestly, it was because, like, Aztec, you feel me? He started doing the movies and stuff like that. But at the time, we couldn't disclose it because there was so much going on. And it was like a mutual agreement with, with, with Hove. Like, where we was like, you know, like, we still gave him his projects and his albums that he wanted, like Columbia Necktie and stuff like that. But it never got, it never released. You feel what I'm saying? Because Rock La Familia ended up shutting down. And if you really think about who was signed to Rock La Familia, Noriega, True Life, Hector Bambino, and Aztec. And Aztec was the first one that actually was officially signed to La Familia, right? So when he started, he got a, a, a role in the, the comedy show Louie. That be on uh, Comedy Central, I think, Louis, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, so he had got a role in that, I remember. And he was being real, like, even though he my cousin, he was being, like, real funny. Like, he didn't want to tell me about it. I don't know why. I don't know if, like, Hollywood has, like, y'all ain't gonna lie, Hollywood, they do got me no code. But um, yeah, it's yeah. like you can't talk about, you know, certain things yeah. before it come out. It's like a spoiler, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So when he was doing that, I always would freestyle and play around when we in the hood or we just chilling, whatever. I would always just be like one to just kick it off. And they would call me Gunner, like, man, hey, Gunner, like, Rick, Rick, you know what I'm saying? Hit the, uh, I'm going to kill it, right? So, boom. I just, one day, I remember I was just at the house and I had a little microphone, bro, like, like one of them little things. Like, it was kind of like, it's hard to explain. It was like a, it was like a little mic, bro, like, like with like a little USB. That would record, yeah, kind of like one of like a little mic that you have, right? And I set it up on a mantle. My pops had like this mantle, like where he would put the family pictures at. And we had an old little box computer, you know what I'm saying? And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I remember we were recording on a program called Cool Edit Pro. Cool Edit Pro. Pro. 2.0. Yeah. Cool Edit Pro. 2.0. So you know. So you know, I'm uh, yeah, so I'm all all right. So that's how it all started. If you a real artist, like, and you don't know these type of things, like LimeWire and all these things, then you really ain't in tune, right? So boom, so Cool Edit Pro was like the easiest program to learn. So like, I kind of like, I catch on fast to things. Like I like observe a lot. So I would like, you know, mess with it and stuff, me and my brothers and stuff. And like, 
one day I remember I told him, I'm like, hey, record me, bro. He like, what you mean record you? I was like, I want to make a song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we went to YouTube. We didn't even know how to get beats, none of that. Like we had to like figure it out. But like I said, LimeWire was out at that time. So we didn't know there was none of that like tight beat type things. Yeah. So we would just put in like instrumentals. Yeah, yeah, like instrumentals. And then we would download them on LimeWire. And then if it sounded live, you know, we were gonna pop it. And we that's what we did. And that and, and from there on I kept doing it and doing it so much that nobody really believed in it. I ain't gonna say it was like it was like support like that from the jump, like oh, yeah, no. oh we behind you, gutter. Cause like I said, that was my real. Everybody know me by gutter. Nobody knew me by brick. You know what I'm saying? It was gutter. So everyone was like, man, we, you know, I'm just doing my thing, whatever. I'm dropping music and stuff. And then you know, it, it came to that day finally, where like my big bro AD and Don and them kind of like looked at it and it was like, they didn't know about Instagram, social media, none of that, cause they were so in tune like with real life reality was going on. Cause we had so much like going on with the fam and stuff like that that we didn't really like, they didn't they didn't have the time of day to be on the internet and be social media. Like we had MySpace and C-Pixel and stuff yeah. like that, right? It was no Instagram and all that extra stuff, right? Yeah. So it was, that's what got us into it. Like more like, like, hey, y'all need to uh, get on this internet because <laughs> them CDs that you over there trying to press up, we could make a million dollars without that by pressing really? the click of a button now. And they didn't understand it until I like broke it down to him, like, bro, it's a digital game now. Yeah, but yeah. we caught it when it was- Coming in too. Bro, it's like, I feel like we created the trend because Cat Fade was already going crazy. We talking on like, what, 2013, I had already linked with, bro. Yeah, yeah. Was it 2013 or 12? 2013, I think, yeah. Right, and it was here in Houston, and you Houston had a show. The, uh, Warehouse Live. Warehouse Live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had a show. That was my first time meeting your ass. And I had opened up for him. I had paid to open up for him. How about that? So, yeah, I, I remember that with like Cap G. Mm -hmm. Nah, this was four. He had just did the song with uh, 2013. It was like nine years ago, yeah. Didn't you do this? That was in 2013. I did a song with Sosa 2012. In 2013, I did like one of my first shows in Houston type shit. Right. Yeah. And I remember the promoter name. His name was Pooh. Am I lying? I'm telling the truth. Yeah, Pooh. Pooh. <laughs> I still got his name. His uh, number saved on my phone yeah. to this day. <laughs> my, my mama, I'm that good with that. Oh, well, hell, real quick, I gotta ask. Right. And of course, this goes, this goes before, this goes before that. But you know, you've been from the age, Cal. You've been from the age. Yeah. Um, knowing how things are now with the way people respect legends, the way the legends are going up. Um, where would you all? Where do y'all feel South Park Mexican would be if he didn't get into the I love South Park Michigan. That's I look at him like a like he an icon, he a legend. Regardless, regardless of the situation, what happened, like I'm not here to judge no book by a cover, right? I don't know the true facts of what happened. I'm not like into it, but I know his family and they treat me like family and they love me and they treat me with open doors. So I can't just put everything like, I got a good relationship with Lo G. Rashi. That's like my brother, Filetto, everybody that's a Juan Gotti, everybody, Cardi, everybody, even his sister Sylvia, like everybody over there in the dope house, like showed me so much love, shadow, like, you know what I'm saying? All of them, like, 
even the cat, like they show us so much love, like to this day, SPM calls me. Like I have conversations with him, like, like I have shows and he'll, it's so weird. Like I had a show one time and um, I think I was in San Antonio. Mexico with me. Where we was at when SPM had called my phone? All right, so we was in San Antonio and in the middle of the show, bro, you know, I feel bad about it. He was a brother on lock, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I know how I would feel if I was on lock and somebody answered, like, well, you Hollywood, why you ain't picking up the phone? So, boom, I instantly he called him in the middle of the show. Bro, I stopped the whole show. I'm like, hey, DJ, cut the, cut the music, cut the music, right? You did it. On everything I love. Ice Mexico. It's on camera and stuff. I, yeah. It might be on YouTube. I don't know. I, I just, so I'm like, man, hey, stop to cut the music. And then Los was kind of like, like, what are you doing? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, where you at type? Like, like well, what you got going on? I'm like, big bro, I'm rocking a show right now. I said, hey, when I say free, y'all say Los. Free. The whole, I'm talking about, it was so many people out there, bro, that it sounded like fireworks. Los! Los! Like, they love them, bro. And, yeah. and I got, put them on speaker. And I said, you hear fans, big bro? And he was like, yo, he talking real funny. He like, yo, 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 what's up? He's like, I love y'all, San Antonio. Y'all make some noise for my brother Brick. Da, 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 you know? And I love Los, bro. You know, it's just, you know, the situation. It's politics. There's gonna be politics everywhere, bro. But we're not the type to judge. And and you know, I don't know his situation like that. But I would love to to know about it. But I wouldn't ask his friends or Rashi, like, hey, what's up with Los? I wanna hear it from him. You feel what I'm saying? Because like I said, when I really looked at the paperwork. And I did, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's a paperwork part. We're going to check people's background and make sure, see what they own. Yeah. And, um, you know, as of what I know, the girl lied about her age. You feel me? And, I mean, and that's as simple as that. It happens every day. I don't think SPM did it intentionally, and I don't see him like that type of person. Because if that was intentionally, then he wouldn't be the king like he is, how he's living in the penitentiary right now. They treat him like a king. I don't know about what they're saying in the streets, but I know in there, yeah, you know, he living lovely. Like, he's know, straight. They, know, uh, yeah. SPM got me through some hard times, bro. And, uh, right. A lot of them. Is, you know, like you said, bro, I feel like when you was as powerful as he was, because he was speaking to a culture. One right. One of my favorite songs is Mexican Radio. I'm on the Mexican radio, yeah. I'm talking about that's that done. That's that shit, right? So, like when you can speak, when you can break barriers, mm -hmm. that when it transcends color, you become too powerful. And them motherfuckers gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna tell you what it was. He was way, he was like way ahead of his time, bro. So there's a lot of people that have that make music, right? And they're like relevant for like right now, right? And there's people that make music that's timeless, that yeah. you could go back and you could listen to it forever and be like, show your kids, and your kids want to show their kids, like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? And it's one of them things that, you know, that's where I, where I see me and Cap in Mexico and, and, and you know, uh, Big Wolf and a lot of the guys, D-Babies and Pesos, the guys that I got around me in my circle that I look at family, um, going to that level, like, forever, like, their music's gonna live on forever. And the reason why I say that is because, like, the world has millions of people, right? How many Mexican rappers can y'all see here and name right now that's popping in front of me? Man, I was actually gonna say, man, it seems like it's getting to a point to where 
every year it's like more and more, like you say, the D bag, the Facebook, right. the jeans, the bricks. Like that's more than I could ever name. Like just in the last fucking two year span. Right. You know, we got it was back when I was growing up, just Luchingo Bling and that was it. Yeah. And that was the representation of a Mexican, yeah, and it ain't no, it ain't no like we don't look at it like like yeah, no, racist or anything like no, bro. It's just the truth. Like that's what it was. So when you seen Chingo Bling doing that, like you know, shout out to Chingo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, shout out to him, my bro. boy. Like, he, yeah, he got his own comedy show, and I'm proud of him. Like he switched his whole thing. Like he kind of opened up doors for us too. But you gotta understand, like on some music, it's like. Some people take it too serious, and you got to remember this is the entertainment business, right? So he was an entertainer. So mm -hmm. a lot of the things he did, I kind of like when I was younger, I would look at it and laugh like, damn, he got a rooster named Clipper with a chain. Like, that crazy. <laughs> like, bro, they gonna say he the Tamale King. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. I was like, man, that's crazy. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool. You know, it opened doors. Yeah. It, it brought attention to our culture to not only let them know this is our culture, but we don't care. Like we, he was putting Nike checks on cowboy boots. No, like, come on, man. Who was doing that? <laughs> you feel me? Who was doing that? Like, now I gotta, I gotta touch on, uh, man. We we lost Young Dolph, man. And uh, I just remember the one video where it was Brick Baby signing to Young Dolph, or it was something of that nature. You know, what I'm saying you getting the, uh, the PRE chain. Um, explain how you got close to, uh, those so close to Young Dolph, man. Man, I met Dolph like seven, like six, like in reality, I met him really like six, seven years ago. The first time I met him, he was actually with one of my brothers going in there. They used to have a studio called AIM, like AIM, and they the ones that had signed uh, Honcho and Splurge, yeah. right? That's what they were under, like when they first kicked off and stuff like that, right? And um, I was over there and Dolph was there one day or whatever, and I met him. But it was like a quick, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Nice to meet you, bro. You need some? Holla at me. And it was in and out, right? Yeah. So, like, two years go by after that, and my big bro, I don't know if y'all know about uh, Gladiator Truck from True Gladiator, yeah. the Bum Beast personal bodyguard, yeah. you know? You know, shout out to uh, Southwest Superman, man. That's my big brother, you know, Gladiator Truck, yeah. From, yeah, so he actually... Shout out to Michael Ortiz too. He called because he actually shot the video. It was called Dope. I don't know if y'all seen that video, Dope. No, video Dope. But they had called my big brother D, and they were like, "Hey, like, Dolph needs some essays, but not just no ordinary essays. Like, some real ones, like solidified. Like, like he needs that now. Like, like, you know, what I'm saying the truck. He was like, he called us. He like, hey, bro, like." You know what I'm saying? Who else better to go to than the Wolfpack? Like, we've been out here years. Like, our name holds weight. Everybody knows, like, we ain't never had nothing. You know, thank God, nothing, you know, crazy or no little sucker, you know, stuff going on that we kept our name so good, bro, that we always rolled out that carpet for everybody. So it was like, when Truck was like, hey, man, we need you for this video shoot for, uh, for Dolph, he want to meet you, whoop the whoop. So AD called me, I pulled up, which that's my actual, my blood brother, AD. Uh, Wolfpack Music Group on Instagram. That's my manager. So like my whole company is ran by family. My road manager is Young Don. That's my blood brother. Same mom, same dad. My manager AD. Same mom, same dad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know my T lady. They do the merch. So like it's all family business. But 
it was like um, he pulled up. I met him. We had a little restaurant. We shot the video. He told me the whole layout. I didn't even tell him I made music because I wasn't there for that. Like, I was there for the opportunity. Like, okay, they need some actors. Like, I could do that, right? All right, let's do it. You know, it's just Dolph. Like, I like Dolph. Like, I was already jamming 16 zips, and this is when he was coming hard already. So it was like, it's Dolph and Glock. So I was like, hell yeah, I want to link with him. So I pulled up. We shot the video right there in my hood in No Feast, Little Mexico, right there off of Alden Westfield and Hopper. And, um, Instantly, it was like right when we met, it was like we just clicked, bro. Like, like he seen something in us that we seen in him where it was like, bro, it was like an instant, like, brothers, like a brothership. Where he was like, man, y'all crazy as hell, bro. Like, like I love y'all, bro. Like, I'm just like, damn, bro, I love you too. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I loved him as a person, like, his music, because I didn't know him that good yet until, like, the next day, the next day, start coming. He calling every day. Brick, what you doing? Pull up to the stoop. We here. Where you at, bro? Pull up. Glock will call me. Where you at, bro? Pull up. So I would just always go around and just be in the studio with them chilling. And they still didn't know I made music. Because, I, like I said, I just did the video with them. It was never about the music, right? So we sitting in the studio one day. And actually, uh, Ross, shout out to Ross and AJ. They actually here right now, producers. They produce a couple tracks, you know, a lot of tracks, actually. Yeah, they, yeah, they the ones, that, you know, they got uh, gang shit, no lane shit. And uh, they, they, you know, my boy Rami, too, you know, he produced all of Don Tolliver music. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of, you know, big name Cash Page. They produced her latest, uh, you know, some stuff on her album. Right, shout out to my sis, shout out to Cash Page. I'm real close to her, too. So it's like... The relationship was so was so crazy that we, I remember we had went to the studio seven one three, which is Rich's. That's where they work out of. You know, uh, it's a uh, kids go global, right? So we in there, whatever, and I don't know how the video came on, bro. But I had shot that song Diamond, yeah. boom, it came on, and Glock looked Glock looked at it, and he was like, "Hey, bro, is that you, Brit?" Nigga, who it look like? Goofy, like who it look like? Yeah, that's me. So boom, he was like, hold on, bro. Nah, hell nah. Bring that back. Bring that back. So I brought it back. And bro, instantly, Doc walked in the room. He was like, man, what the hell? You rap? I was like, you know, yeah. You know. But I really was like a real rapper already. Like, you know, I was buzzing in the city. But, you know, they from Memphis, so they really weren't in, too in tune with, like, the Houston, Mexican, Latin artists, they knew, you know, about some people, but they would ask us, like, what's over there, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was, like, one of them things that as soon as he seen it, he seen it, bro. Like, he knew, like, he seen something in me that that it would take a person like Young Dolph to see the vision that me and Cap in Mexico and AD like, that we got, you know what I'm saying? Because the vision's so big that a lot of labels and a lot of people wouldn't understand it if they didn't go through it. You feel what I'm saying? So like it was a genuine relationship with him where it wasn't quick where he was just like, here's a contract, sign this contract, and we gonna do this, this, and this, bro. No, it was like, I got you, man. I need you to be hungry. Like if your grandma and your mama's sleeping on the ground right now and you ain't got nowhere to go, you need to be that hungry, bro. Like you gotta really want this brick. And he watched me, bro, three, four years. Got me paper route chain, you know what I'm saying? Treated me like family. I went out to Memphis, met his whole family. I'm 
riding with his cousin, his, his cousin Flex, shout out to my boy Fat Tony, moved to the H, shout out to Daddy O, Sleepy Cuz, the whole movement, like, they all treated me, you know, like family, so it was one of them things where it's like, if a man come in your life and it takes somebody from a whole nother state, like Cap from Atlanta and Dolphin to be from Memphis and me to be from Houston to come down here to see what I'm doing and support it and try to push it because he knew, like, I just don't speak for my block. Like, we speak for 25 countries. Like, that's the difference, you feel me? So at the end of the day, with that being said, Dolph was so smart that he knew and was tapped in with the Latin market. So he was like, you know what we gonna do, bro? Let's start paper route essays. And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it, what you wanna do? He's like, but nah, bro, I want you to be a CEO. And I'm like, what you mean? He's like, I want AD, I want y'all to run these paper route essays. I want y'all to do it and I want y'all to run with it, bro. And we're gonna make it make sense. Just don't worry about nothing. We just gonna work, work, work. And then we just gonna see the outcome. Just give me two years and watch what I do. No contracts involved, no nothing. Like we independent to this day. Like right now I'm independent. Like never signed a deal, never got no type of budget. Everything that you've seen coming out of the whole Wolfpack movement and everything we doing is coming out of our pocket. Like everything from the jewelry to the cars, to the videos, to the music, to the producers, to every from the touring to everything, bro, is in-house. And we're blessed to do that. Because, like I said, we've been, you know, features, promo. We show so much love, bro, and that love come back, and it blesses us, you know what I'm saying? And with Cap, it's just like, it's a whole nother, like, now it's like a whole, he done created a whole new brick, a whole nother monster, you know, because iron sharp as iron, but when he came around me and we really like, bro, it's over with, like, I ain't gonna lie, it's over for y'all, y'all mm. in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, How did this relationship, bro, right here? Because it was unexpected for you. <clears throat> I'm yeah, like, let them know, Cap. You know I know. Hey, yeah. I, I want to. I want you to tell. Cause I already told him. Like, like. Now let's... I ain't gonna cap shit. Like you said, we uh we met each other like 2013, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We always be in contact. We all, res- you know, we both respect each other. We'll talk small talk though all the time since then. And uh, I don't really even come to Houston. If I got a show, I go do a show, and I'm I'm straight out. I dip out. But this time, I came to Houston. And uh, I came to Rockwood, bro, for like one day, bro, and end up fucking basically moving to goddamn Houston, goddamn. That's how it works. Bro, you know, you bring, you bring <laughs> Shotty came to Houston and said, I ain't never going back. You hear me? Like, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, cause like, man, we was getting in the studio, bro. We just, we just clicked like that, bro. Like, man, that's why we finna drop that tape. What you doing, bro? What tape, bro? What are you talking about? What's he talking about, man? Stop playing. All right, man, we ain't dropping nothing. We dropping a single, man. Stop playing. Nah, man. Yeah, we're going to let y'all. We got a tape on the way. Not just one, but a cover, man. They already nah, done. Like, oh, it's over with for y'all, man. I'm oh, telling y'all. Like, yeah. Nah, but uh, like you said. Is there an actual oh. tape? As, yeah, y'all just doing projects right now that's going to come together at some <laughs> Uh, it's crazy, bro. They just be looking at each other. Yeah, they, 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 who gonna, who gonna say something? He gonna be the biggest. Nah, you know, it's crazy. This shit, this is what y'all need to do. Go get that Brick Tober right now. Oh, man. And go pre order that Uno Dos Tres, Cap G, J Bowden. Go get that. 
Oh yeah. Lil Mexico just dropped too. Like we all going crazy, man. Like for yeah. real, for real. Like go get that. And then that's gonna give you the anticipation to know what to expect. Cause you gotta remember, since I've been rapping, I've only got out 32 songs. But I got over 4,000 songs. JR, you, you, my engineer in here, when you dump all my music, how many records I got recorded? Easy. So you gotta remember this, bro. Like, I've been on house arrest three years. So for the last three years, I wake up, go to sleep, eat, and all I do is do music, bro. That's it. Three, four, five songs a day. Like, every day. And if I don't do that, I'll make up for it. Like, if I skip a day or if I just happen to miss, that next day, if I do one song, two songs, that next day, I'll make sure I do five. So just imagine being in the house for two years with nothing to do but rap. And then another extra year, like, finally this year, I was blessed. And, like, in the middle of what, last year, I started being able to move around a little bit. Shit, really, when I start coming around, you're like, Three, four, yeah. They started granting my schedule and stuff, yeah. Cause I wasn't able to leave. I, I was on 24 hour house arrest for uh for like two years, two and a half years. I couldn't even go outside. Like, like no Christmases, no Thanksgivings, no none of that. Like, I, I'm gonna yeah. touch on that for a minute because my brother's on house arrest. For sure. And you know, everybody always like, well, nigga, you could be in jail. Right. Like, y'all just don't get it. Like, it's like I'm kind of still in jail. Right. How is it? Being on 24, I'm, I'm pretty sure your 24-hour house arrest is better than his, like, because he ain't got no motion like that. But how is it, Stupid. like, being on, you can't leave your house, like, you can't walk out the front door? Man, I ain't gonna lie. DoorDash might as well sponsor me. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I, probably, I could show you right now, no cap, I put my phone out, I probably spent over 120000 just off of DoorDash in a year. Yeah. No cap, like groceries like it hits a little different when you like by yourself and you got like every car that you could imagine sitting outside and you can't drive and you can't like and you just in the house like damn like what what do i do you feel me so like i took my time out to like better myself and figure myself out like regroup like okay who's really there for me like like what am i gonna do with this like am i really gonna do this rap or am i like gonna act like what do i want to do but in my mind, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to do it all. If it makes money, it makes sense, right? So, like, in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go hard with it. Whether it works or not, I know I'm still him because I got so many other outlets and outlines that I know I could do, not including just the rap, like, from modeling to boxing to... I said modeling. Straight up. Straight up. I'm fucking with it. Straight up. We're gonna put it on and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make it look good. Amen. Whatever it is, like, we're gonna Amen. make it look real good. Like, and that's just how, that's just, a, that plays a big part in the entertainment business right now because if you really look at it, like, there's some that could rap and there's some that really don't got nothing that ain't saying nothing, right? But just because they got the look and they got their stuff together, they're gonna be popping. Like, they're gonna be buzzing, right or wrong, because it just looks like, like that's what I want to be. Like I want to be like him. Like he's he got that. I want that. Right. So it's, it goes both ways. I think it's like a balance. You just gotta learn how to balance it out, kind of. Now, nah, man, it's a crazy story, cause man, I want you. You got picked up when you were supposed to do an interview with us. Yeah. Right. I think that was in 2000. That was because I've been on house arrest three years. 19. I would have to say it was uh, the 2020 when the case I had caught that case, it was, it was, it was 420, 2020. 
So it had to be two years like before that. So like 2018 or 17, if I'm not mistaken, we probably still got the message on my phone. Yeah, you were on his way. I was on my way up here. I actually, what I was doing was, I pulled up to the hotel to go change. I remember I was like, man, I'm finna go, I'm finna go change. Cause I remember I had just text bro. And I'm like, I'm finna come up there. We're gonna do the interview. Cause I remember I had just dropped hot sauce. Everything was just going lovely. Like I had the internet going nuts. Every, I'm going viral every day. Like from, 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 if it was from negative to positive, like I'm, I'm breaking. Like everybody was like, what is he doing? Like from the incident at the Galleria when they tried to take my jury and that weren't successful. And uh, you know, it was so many things that was going on besides the rap that just people wanted to see like, damn, like why brick this, brick that, brick that. The name was buzzing, right? So like when I was out here, I was like, damn, like I never thought like the interview things, I never really wanted to do them because I felt like I wanted to wait for the right time for that. Cause I was still building myself and I have a lot going on too. Not just, you know, but, but it's two things, industry and in the streets. And I'm in the street, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm in the streets no more, but you know, that's what I used to do. And you know, and I encourage a lot of people that, you know, if you follow me, ain't nothing in the streets for you. And if you are in the streets, do something positive with it. You feel me? Cause don't nothing come out of that, but jail or death, like straight up. You feel me? And that day I was coming up here, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what they thought, but I had a little homie with me. He just happened to be smoking a little blunt. It was nothing major, bro. Like it wasn't like nothing serious. And all these undercovers, bro, just started pulling up, just out crazy and drew down on us. But when they did it, they did it so weird that we thought they was trying to rob us. So the little homie, cause they were dressed in regular clothes. Like I was like, man, what the hell going on? Like they ain't regular clothes. So my little homie had, you know, it's legal to have your gun in Texas. He had his gun on him. He pulled the gun on him. Like, like the dude opened the door, like, and he, uh, he upped it on him. And the dude was like, like straight army Joe. I'm talking about flipped his wrist and threw the goddamn gun. So that's when I knew like, he ain't no just ordinary, you feel me? Like he's something. And they freeze, put your hands up, don't move, move the wolf. But it is what it is. They took us to jail for nothing, bro. Like a gram of weed, like we ain't have nothing on us. Like nothing, like it was just like to do it. And you know what I'm saying? Of course, like, what are you doing down here? Who are you? Why do you have jury? Like the normal shit. I I'm, I'm here, I'm down here for interview. I'm a rapper, like, well, what do you want from me? You feel me? That's all it was, bro. And I never came back after that until I came back for the tour because I just felt like, you know, it's just, they kind of profiled me in a way, bro. Like, I, no, I, I wasn't feeling that. So I don't know if y'all go through that out here a lot or if it's a common thing, but it's like that in Houston, but it's coming down, but. Yeah, it was, that was in Louisville, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yeah. Denton. Yeah, I went to Denton County. Is that is that right? Denton Louisville County. Jail, yeah. something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Denton I got booked in there, but you know what? And then I went in and straight out. I bought it myself. I walked in and walked out. They're like, who gonna bond you out? I bought myself out. The bread right there. Like, <laughs> Mm -hmm. Try taking me to jail for like you know what I'm saying. Shit, water under the bridge. And I would have got the fuck out of out of Dallas. Out I of took out walking, bro. Yeah, like, you'll be so surprised that they they did me so wrong. They took my phone. I didn't have nothing, bro. I got out and I walked. You know what I'm saying. I had all my shit. I'm well, boom. I took out walking. Boom. I was blessed. I had some homies down here, and I got to a corner store. And I, you know, what I'm saying, boom. I pulled out the bread. They took all my bread, everything, man. I probably had, you know, some, you know. Yeah, you feel me? They yeah, they knew what they was doing. So whatever, they try to leave me out dry, but it ain't nothing to a boss. You talking about the next day? Boom, same day, bounce back. Boom, went to Houston, water under the bridge, bro. Yeah, you know what happened to everybody.
Real. God real though. I know that. So you ain't good. You see them like you just said. There's the industry, right? And there's also the streets. So right now they say uh, being a rapper right now is probably one of the most dangerous jobs in America. It is. What do y'all feel about that? Uh, you know, uh, Cal, you could t- you could attest to that. You know, being from the A, <coughs> shit. You know, How you and, and shit even from the H. Yeah. Like, you know, well, what do y'all feel about, and we're going to touch on, like, certain rappers' deaths and things like that, but what do y'all feel about that when they say, man, walking around and being a rapper, going to these shows and moving around, like, it's it's, it's, it's a danger in the system right now. You know? Yeah. Now, it's a dangerous job. I mean, like, you got on all this jewelry. You got, you know how the streets is, shit. They see you doing something good. They see you doing your thing, shit. They going to hate on you. And then on top of that, shit, you rocking out all these shows. It's probably... 3,000 people right there, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, at the end of the day, like, you don't know from what angle somebody gonna come at you, because at the end of the day, somebody come in your face, that ain't nothing, but it's it's only so much you can see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, man, you Especially gotta be, and it's, hold on, and, and yeah, and it's every night, like, it ain't like, we don't do this like once a week, it's like pretty much seven days a week, like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, if you in this, you gotta put the grind into it. You gotta go to these shows. You getting paid to go to these shows. You gotta go on right. tour. You gotta do this. So it's like you gotta be accessible. I mean, at the end of the day, it was some. It was some that you know. It wasn't even about the money. It was like some, like even charity, everything. Like, bro, we just wanted to be a part of society and, right. and the community because we got the platform and, to do something different. And think? even like stuff like that with charity, it just like man, some of some of the best rappers get killed in their hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you would think, you know, you make it out your hood, you supposed to be praised, you know what I'm saying? You the big guy, you know what I'm saying? You got, you supposed to, but it's like, how does how does that happen? You know what I'm saying? This shit dangerous. You know, being a flexing and listen. Hey, when you got the drip, yeah, you got the love, you got the girls, you got the jewelry, you got the cars, you got the cash. They come from a lot of angles, goddamn it. Like, what the fuck? They they can hate on anything and everything. Right. Yeah. So it's like you almost gotta be like, uh, one one step ahead. Tight. Man, do Flexicans get their throat goats Christmas present? Throw goats Christmas present. Hey, you talking about like the God God, like twenty thousand? So no, I'm talking about eight or three thousand. You feel me? Rose. Hey man, y'all know that, ain't? <laughs> so. Nah, but you'll be surprised. Nah, I'm not even gonna even. T- I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like, I'm not even like that type. Like, like, like you would think that. Like, a lot of people think that. Like, instantly they'll see me and be like, "Oh yeah, like he bricks." So like, he gotta be like for show every night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not that. Like, I'm so focused right now on my career, nah, sure. and my craft, and what I got going on that I can have like the baddest of the baddest like right in front of me. And like nothing be wrong with me, but at the end of the day, I'm so locked into my goals and like what I'm trying to do that like I don't I, I'm not easily influenced, influenced. yeah by the boys or by females or nothing like like yeah. Yeah. it's it's gonna be there regardless. Be there. The bigger you get, it's gonna come with it, right? Right. But even without the jewelry, we take this off everything, we still yeah. capping brick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of them things. But you gotta know how to sometimes how to just like turn that off. Type shit. You feel yeah. me? So I gotta ask, um, you know, from uh, 
take off to to Dolph to three Mo three to P and B Rock to you know all the others that came before um personally what like what situation or what rapper death kind of fucked y'all up like mentally like damn that's a fucked up situation where it didn't have to go like that like personally I don't want I mean for me personally it'd be uh Dolphin Takeoff because uh if you know they heart you know what I'm saying man they they super 100, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's anybody I rock with. I don't, I don't ever want to see no death happen to nobody, but man, they 100% solid, man. That, sh that shit hurt my heart. Type of people want to see everybody win in the room, whoever they rock with. Right. Like, I could go on and on, but that, that dolphin takeoff really hurt my heart. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy though? What? Like, the how I could like really like change the whole narrative of his question like uh -huh. simple, bruh. This how much of a big heart Dolph had. A lot of people, all right. Social media thought if I ask you right now what was Dolph doing when it, the incident happened, I'm pretty sure 90% of the people in the room are gonna say he was buying cookies for his grandma. Right. Is that accurate or am I wrong? Yeah, that's what I would say. That's what we heard. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I would say right now. Well, everybody's wrong. Yeah, what everybody's wrong. What was wrong with He was at Makita's leaving a deposit to rent out the parking lot for the turkey drive to get back to the community because that day we were doing the turkey drive because Jay Fizzle did his the day before, Snoop and Woo did theirs the day before, so Dolph was going to do his that Thursday, right? So he pulled off for like five minutes, and he never does that. What do you really think he was going in there to buy some cookies? Like, come on, like, shot, like, you know, grandma's every day. He loved grandma. I love grandma too. Like, that's just what it is. But he wasn't there for that. So whoever started that, like, saying stuff like that, like, oh, he was probably there. And the reason why I think they got that and thought that is because there was like a video of him like a year or two ago where he was at Makita's and he was like, man, bro, these the best cookies of oh, my yeah. grandma. So instantly in their mind, they thought. Oh, he was there buying, you know, cookies for his grandma. He might have been picking them up, but that wasn't what he was there for. He was there, and they didn't want the money, but the type of person he was, he wasn't going to come over there and just, like, roach or freeload off of it, you feel me? He pulled up on some, like, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm finna, uh, I'm finna go over there and, and chunk them this money, bro. So when they pull up with the, with the big, the box truck with the turkeys, we already set up and we don't interrupt their business because it's a busy holiday season. It's, it's Thanksgiving. Everybody want their pies. Everybody want their cookies, right? So he paid them off for the day, and, and you know the incident happened. You feel me? Man, it's crazy. So that's even worse. Like you. The crazy part is like the social media took that and ran with it, right? Right, right. Anybody else wrote something about you and ran with it that was just totally off? And if so, what was it? It happens every day. I mean, it happens every day. There's like so many different narratives out there, like from from people saying I'm, I'm talking or I'm doing this and that. And, you know, and, and I don't really pay attention to the politics, bro, but it's something that you got to understand that I've been fighting this case for three years, right? I don't even disclose it. They offered me, my first offer was 35 years. When they tried to give me 10 years, they tried to do the same thing they did to Gunner and, and thugging them. They wanted me to take a plea deal because, you know, I got co-defendants on the case or whatever it is. So they asked me, hey, if you want to sign for a 10 years right now, you could cop out and plead guilty and we'll give you a plea deal. And I looked at them like, I didn't do nothing wrong. Like, ooh, why would I, why would I take this deal right now 
to walk out and have this on my record and leave my brother in here hung, making him look like he did something, me knowing that he's innocent, just for me to be able to walk away free, then instead of thugging it out and not taking the plea, and you see I still got this on my ankle right now to this day, the, this the proof, you feel me? Like, we don't, we're we not doing that, you feel me? Like, we innocent, like, ain't nothing else to it but to go to trial and it's over, like, it's simple. But it could have been over, you feel me? You look at the city direction. Right. YSL Right. Um, to, uh, you know, for what, and let's just think with Gunner. For what Gunner uh, got out on, uh, and for what he what he admitted to. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, it's a thing, because, you know, they're like, they don't call it snitching, but it's like, his situation might have fucked up the, uh, based, based on what he's claiming, because, you know, they'll use that to kind of go around. Right. Um, and uh, Gunner just made a post today, and, like, you know, a lot of people started unfollowing him. Uh, he he did what? What he say? He made a post today. He made right. A post saying YSL and you know like it's still gang and shit. Right. And it's, it looks away. It looks away to like even the family of thug. Like nah nah nah, we ain't doing that. Uh, y'all y'all are in the industry. Right. Uh, from an industry standpoint. Right. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like what the fuck? Man? I mean, do you mind if I tell them like like yeah. like, <laughs> bro like, he can answer this better than anybody, bro. He went to school with Baby and Gunner. Like, oh, no. I don't know if y'all know this, like, <laughs> he went to school with Gunner. Yeah. Like, he went to school with Lil Baby. Like, that's how we know them. Like, like before the music, like. Yeah, like, coming up from the, we got rap here. We got, we got shit. Am I capping, bro? Nah, that ain't no yeah. cap. <laughs> but, man, shit, I ain't even gonna cap. That ain't none of my big. Right, big. because, but let me tell you something, though. We don't know what they got going on. Like, Time I don't shit. know what Thug told him to do that or gonna did. Like, I can't sit here and just say, oh, you're this or you're that because he, you did this. Gunna, I mean, Thug could have told him, like, hey, bro, get out and go get this bread, bro. I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna be right back. Like, we don't know that. Nobody knows the truth until Thug comes home. So right. I think the best thing for people to do is just chill instead of burning that bridge because I don't think Thug and Gunner them ain't gonna wanna mess with nobody because why are people even speaking on their situation not even knowing the true facts? It's an open right. case, like. like, damn, uh, revelations of how shit I was all wrong. Right, and then you feel like, damn, why? I ain't even think that. Like, Thug come out and he like, I told my brother to do that. I did this, I did that. We don't know. But you know, I see the little stuff on there, but we don't really pay attention. Okay, I'm asking you this, goddamn. Yeah. Shit, I'm not some kind of way out. Go ahead, bro. Um, for you know, from your knowledge of what's going on, um, and what's gonna you know with him out of him, you know, outside right now. Right. Is it smart for him to start getting right back into the music business, or let's see what this let's let's let everything play out? What you mean by that? Like getting like, back in? When I say get back in music, I mean start dropping music right now, releases, pushing singles, pushing music, or should oh. we let everything play out and see what it is? Right. Uh, I don't think he gonna drop music. Yeah, I, I'm sure they waiting on Thug. Free slap. I'm sure they waiting on Thug to get out. Free slap. Right on. Mm -hmm. I, I got a question real quick. Um, why is Atlanta and Houston seem like they've just got more and more vibe over the past couple of years? It just seems like there's a lot of things going down in, in both cities. You know what I'm saying? Houston. I don't know. I think we both can speak for our own city. Shit. I would say the A. Man. 
Man, let me get youngins out there going crazy. They brazen out there. We going brave. They going crazy out there. Them, them little youngins, them little ones out there going crazy, man. Um, and hey, they going crazy in the hey, yeah. man. Yeah. But we ain't gonna speak too much about that, you know. But when you think about Atlanta or Houston, you think about like player shit type shit. You know what I'm finna say? Yeah, that, that, we coming down. Yeah, you feel me? Like. Yeah. Texas is like a whole different environment. Like, and I understand why he loves Texas, and I, he understands why I love Atlanta. You feel me? Like, it's like it, it was the hub of the music. Like, Texas so big, and Atlanta, you would think it's so big, but it really ain't. Like, right. it's really small. Like, everybody know everybody. Like, you go to the club, and everybody and their mama nah. from the hood in that joint. <laughs> he like brick. We walking in, no security, nothing. Yeah. You good? You good? You good? You good? Like, how you know how to? I went to school with everybody in this moment. Like, God, yeah, you feel me? So it's that small. And I'll be in there, and I'm seeing Fizzle on the other side of the club, then Glock walk in, and Snoop on this side. So, you know, everybody, like, Atlanta's, like, one of, it's like, a, it's a second home. It's like, his first home. But, you know, like, Houston, a second Houston, home yeah. to him. Uh, Atlanta, like, a second home to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All the shit that y'all put up with, you know, the hate, the, the danger, you know, uh, Free, risking your freedom just to entertain. Have you ever been like, man, fuck this music shit? Never. Yeah, yeah, nah. I'll never get, I'll never like, I'll never like give up doing this shit. I love it. It's Same. that something that like, it's like a way to be. You got passion for this yeah, shit, and like, yeah. Like, even if I didn't even want to put Type music out and I didn't want to make music, music yeah, I, I just have lie. fun doing yeah, it, bro. Like, yeah. it's like, Cause I mean, I know it's a lot of people who get in this music shit on some, you know, quick shit, like, oh shit, everybody else. I think it's Let me try to get some money, yeah. Right. I ain't gonna lie, I feel like he could, I mean, shit, we met each other in 2013. We been doing music before that, so like. Right. Cause I was gonna say, man. Motherfucker don't even gotta make music though. We don't gotta make music, we just love that shit. Uh, you know, I looked at the post, Big 30 said today, man. Which I don't realize, this shit is a job, man. Yeah. He's like, when you see me with a rap nigga, that's like my coworker. <laughs> you know, sometimes I got friends, but a lot of these niggas be coworkers. He's like, man, and you know, we see a lot of people getting into this game thing. It's easy, you know, but it's really like it's more than a nine to five. It's a twenty four seven. You gotta get mm -hmm. up, go to the studio, make three songs a day. You can't be high and drunk all the time doing that. You can't be mm -hmm. high and drunk doing performances. Right. They had this perception that you know since. We see people talk about drugs and money. Rockstar lifestyle. Rockstar lifestyle, that that's all it's going to be like. They what just it is. get this yeah. and they just turn, their life turns into that. I will say, I mean, depending what type of artist you are, it, it do get to a point like that, but you stick, you got to put your, you got to get your foot in the game first. You can't be rockstar lifestyle for the beginning. No, straight up. You know what I'm saying? Cause I ain't going to lie, I rocked out with my, you feel me? Like, nah, I ain't, I ain't there for the beginning. Like, yeah, it's just like that. Like, I don't know, I yeah. just feel like like that, it gotta be like that. Like you gotta be like when we walk in the room, it just lights up. Nah, like, for sure. Like, you know that scene on Paid and Full when they walk in and, and, yeah. and, and nah, that's and, real. And, start, and, the, and the money start falling. Type shit. Bitching them look up. Nah. Yeah. How about when you wake up every day? Nah, you just for got sure. That feeling in your nah, body but, when you walk up but, to the but, mic, you just but, like. But it is like that. Like, but I'm damn. saying like it's motherfuckers who got that rock star lifestyle, but they ain't got it. Like they ain't got the music. They don't sound good with the music, but they look good. They might have the look, got the clothes, but when they get on that mic, can't, you know what I'm saying? That's all I was trying to say, but for sure. It's the science behind you know the music. What I'm saying? Yeah, it's the science. It's it really is. Like, 
It's all angles with that shit. So who be the biggest critics uh, when it comes to being a Hispanic artist? Uh, y'all own culture or like the black culture? Like who be y'all biggest critics like to say y'all shit is hard or not? Like this, yeah, this, this that shit, this that fight. Man, for I me, know. myself, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been a trendsetter. I feel like we both been trendsetters before this rap shit. So like, people on the internet, they just gonna talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what you gonna tell me? You just somebody behind the computer. So like, I'm my biggest- So, hey, so when, the someone, when someone behind the computer- But, yeah. Me, is it your own or is it like someone of another race to say like, yeah, that nigga can't, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's synonymous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You ain't even know. Right. It's a vibe. Like, it's a vibe. <laughs> you, just, you don't know who the fuck. Who the fuck. So who come out to support mostly when y'all do a show? Nah, for sure the Hispanics. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, but say, yeah, it's like, when you say like, I, I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's really, I but it's, just it's, sit there and say nah, the Hispanics, sure. bro, because like, I ain't gonna lie, like, yeah. I done did so many shows and it was like, everything. Yeah. bro, nothing but like, you know, oh, brothers like in there, you feel me, with, with me, and I be like, damn, like they really rocking with me like that, yeah. you feel me? Because I guess like they know how hard I roll for Dolph and like the family, like they treat me like a brother, like family embrace it. So mm -hmm. that's why I think the culture in Texas is way different than like LA and Cali and stuff. Cause like, we just got this bondship, like where we just lock in, like we know, you feel me? like. Yeah. Black and brown, strong in Texas, we connect. In Texas, for sure. But right. Keep, keep it, but keep it real. Back then, it used to look like it was the plug rap. You were like, oh, that's the plug. <laughs> like the nigga to be in the video, like, that nigga got me plugged. Oh, you talking about like when? Like, like back when, like, you know, so, uh, like you'll see like a group of niggas and it'd be like the Mexican rapper in there, but he just like, he just cleaned his plug and that bitch. Oh, that's the plug, nigga. <laughs> plug, nigga. <laughs> probably was the plug. And nine times out of ten, and nine times out of ten, that was his car and his house, and yeah, like that. Plug, man. We turn news and you see El Chapo, his son get. It's it's a whole shooter. I mean, like, thing is serious to get. I'm like for the son. I'm like, man, listen, hey, what do you say when you see something like that? As far as hey, man, they ride the hey. Not, hey, and you know it's funny because you know we had a lot of a lot of cats that come through here, uh, and they speak on situations like Latin Kings and things like that. But man, listen, when I see the way the cartel move for El Chapo's son, Boy. I said, man, if only we had a situation like that in uh, America, for for when hey. Brittany Griner gets locked up or something like that, I'm like, <laughs> we would never, we would never, we would never. So I gotta ask, um, man, when it comes to as far as just even y'all two doing y'all's, we ain't gonna talk about the joint project yet. We're gonna talk about the albums. But when it comes to what y'all two, two doing with the music right now, as far as what is the progression for even in 2023 from 2022 of y'all want to see for yourselves right now? Brick, you got, yeah, you got better, nigga. Yeah. You, you was already good, but you, nigga, this that, that Brick Tober shit, I ain't a skip on that bitch. Right. I had to skip on that bitch. What, what, nigga? Who, 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 again, name the producers? AJ, Ross, Glow, like Rami, uh, Band Play, Glizzy. Yeah. I mean, I, I got, I got, uh, like a real tight circle of like producers that I just love to work with. And don't get it wrong, it ain't just like the producers, like the engineers behind this too, like JR, you know what I'm saying? And, and I got a lot of people that, yeah, I got a lot of people that mix and master like my music as well too. Like you'll be surprised, like 
you know, I, I can't give y'all too much of the sauce, you feel me? But um, yeah, like I'm getting my my music mastered by, you know, the same, you know, same people that's ma mixing mastering uh lollipop for Lil Wayne and, and Matt, big records like this, you know what I'm saying? And it was a blessing that I got those plugs through Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Through his people, like, hey bro, one thing they can't beat us on is the quality of the music. We got the sound down packed, like from the beats to the to everything, like the vibe, the melodies, the quality of the sound, everything just gonna be next level, like every time. Even beyond that, man, y'all got cats like Omar coming through, uh, Polo, uh, you know, he got the behind the scenes, like, right. when it comes to the visuals, like, shit, it's, 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 it's like, it's a whole nother level on how important is that in itself to go with the sound, as far as making sure the visuals, just like, hey, we pulling up in that motherfuckers, we wearing that motherfucker. Because that video was South Swapping, nigga, that shit was, oh yeah, really. Hot Sauce forever gonna be a classic, but this is one thing that, even with Cap, like, and I'm sure he could speak on it for himself. Like, I got a lot of like my inspiration, like from Cap and Bone Thugs and Pac and Cash Money and Hot Boys. So Slim, because I would watch their videos and see how they would do them, like movies and stuff like that. And I always wanted to do like take the bring what we trying to do, like the music to life. So every time I rap, I kind of like have it already in my mind. Like I'm visualizing this video already being shot in my head while I'm rapping the song. Like everything I say, I know I could bring it to life. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of easier for me. Like, like it's just it's easy to do it. Like we just, it's like, I want it to be next level. Everything gotta be next Third level. Time. Instead of just being in there and just be rapping or whatever, you know, cause you, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not saying like, you know, some people that's what they do. But like, I goes back to when we first started off, you know, nah, the yeah. first question you asked me, we in the entertainment business, bro. Mm. And that plays a big factor in the music, your videos, how they come out, the quality, the production, the hours, the, the directing that goes behind this, their whole team being there for hours saying, no, I don't like this, and I don't like this, and switch this, and you know, so I'm telling you, like, and they're directed by in-house, like, we don't have outside directors come in, like, my big bro AD, he manages, he directs, my brother Don, same thing. We all put our own input on it and say, like, this is how we want it, this is what we're gonna do, and we bring it to life every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, from hot sauce to every video that you've seen, we directed that ourselves in house. Amen. Man, before we get out of here, man, I just, this is for my personal knowledge, man. Who got better experience, man? Atlanta or H Town? Houston. Atlanta. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you're going to say Icebox? That's one jury store. Do not disrespect nah, I'm not. Iceman Nick. No, listen, not disrespect I'm not talking. I'm talking uh, about the Jimmy artists. Boy, I ain't even talking uh, about Johnny Dang. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking I about. I feel like all I the artists go got better days. jury from everywhere. To be honest, I ain't. He said jury. Jury stole or jury artists? What? What the jury you, you got on? Jury stole like Houston. Just because they got icebox don't mean nothing. Like icebox <laughs> cool. Shout out to Eliante. Shout out to Watch. I ain't gonna lie. I would say, but 
Y'all got a quantity. The grills. No, 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 no. Y'all do. Y'all do. But I would say, but there's no disrespect to ASAP. I feel like y'all got a lot more um, diamond stores, whatever you call it. But I feel like Icebox and uh, what's it? Uh, I mean, we we spent a lot. Of, we we spent a couple million on Icebox and a couple million. With nah, Waffle. for sure. But so I just feel like, like they got some of the best quality, like in, in the game. In general, they just get creative. It's all about the yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's everything and you know the clarity to it. Yeah, for sure. You know? But I but, think but it's, yeah. by Nick but I mean, on Emmett, you feel me? Like Emmett got one. Emmett do, but I don't think like you just said designs and stuff. No, think, no, no. Like I what you just, just said, go a little cool. further. But now Emmett, like I think everybody has their own thing. Like if you come to H Town and you want to grill, who you gonna go to? Johnny Dan. If you want to watch, who you gonna go to? Some people don't know. Emmett has some of the best watches in the games, from Patek's to everything, from 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 Richard <laughs> Mitty's to all that, right? When you want a custom piece made, you know the come on, man. You know your stuff. So that's why I'm telling you. Now, in Atlanta, it's just like, <clears throat> I don't know how it is, because I couldn't tell you. Shorty can. Yeah, I, I just, I just think, can. Man, Atlanta, I just, no disrespect to y'all, man, in Texas or Houston, Dallas, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Just think we killing the designs, the clarity, all day. When we put that win, when they come that's to cool. finish product. We're going to start the challenge tomorrow. I'm going to call my dude. And I'm going to call Nick. And I'm going to call. I'm going to say, y'all pull it out. And then we're going to call him and tell him, pull I'm it out. And I'm going to call Zaire for Ice I'm going to call Wafi. Cool. They got it I'm out there. call Julio. That's what I want. The jury versus. The jury versus. The jury versus. Hey. Man, holla at us, Trilla, man. We trying to get this. What is it? What is it the, uh, that does the verses again? Uh, is it Trilla? Yeah, yeah, Trilla. Yeah, Trilla, Trilla, Trilla yeah. man. We trying to set up a jury. <laughs> That'll be See who got the best jewels. That'll be What city hard. got the best jewels, man? And, and this is from my own personal knowledge, because, you know, we, we blending cultures. We trying to, you know, we figured, it, we figured everything out. Yeah. Straight off. You know, it seems like in the in the black culture, man, we got a, we got a BBL epidemic. It's a problem. I don't know what the hell going on. <laughs> Do, do Hispanic girls, do they, do they be worried about like getting BBLs and shit like that? Like getting their ass, whatever the fuck put in their ass, make it bigger? Let me say whatever. He'll know more than me. <laughs> I live in Atlanta. No, I, hey, no, this is in the world. Like, no, nah, that's what I'm saying. I don't really, like, I ain't gonna care. Like, Atlanta way different here. Like, I don't, I it ain't that many Hispanic guys in Texas. I love it. Like, my my Hispanic women, my Mexican, my Colombianas, my Puerto Ticanos, like, all, every last one of them, like, I love it, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, if they could afford it. Huh? I mean, when if your teeth was messed up and you wanted to get veneers and you could afford it, would you get it? Yeah. You feel me? So that's the same thing. Like, it's like investing in yourself. Like, man, like, it's like shit. If my shorty want that and she like, look, and I feel like I'm looking at her. If you have it, you lack. And I would never think of my girl lacking anything or anything of that nature. But if she want it, she gonna get it. Yeah. You want your lips done, you gonna get it. Or if I see something that I like and I want to perfect it, I would want to, I'm gonna get it perfect. I'm gonna sculpture that motherfucker. You hear me? Titties? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I don't really pay for. It's actually if I'm too player. I'm too player. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm too player. Like, I don't. And I be, I be having that shit too. If he talking about paying, you talking about paying for like? Are you talking about paying for what I think you talking about? Are you talking? Oh, okay. Okay. 
Zero. It's that's the same thing. Like, he probably done pay for about nah. Look, I paid for zero. No, they asked paid for about ten or ten surgeries. Like, damn, I'm with, I'm I ain't gonna lie. Nah, I'm just fucking right. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It, it ain't even that. Like, yeah. It goes back to this. I never have, but if I would have to, I'm him. I could do that. Yeah. You feel me? If I want that, I look at her and I say, I want you to get them reduced or I want you to get them bigger. Shit, every other year, the motherfucker might change. Every other year, we're gonna switch it up. You feel me? Baby, I want you skinny today. Oh, now next week I want you thick. Hey, you talking about? Nah, for real. You feel me? Shout it. You know, shorty, you gotta keep. You gotta keep it. You know. Nah, for real. Right. You gotta keep it right. Yeah, you moving real right. I'm saying, man. Hey. Hey, man. Wow. We were so blessed to have y'all come sit and talk to us, man. Nah, it was an honor. Straight up. Already. We gonna keep it going. Keep this shit like man. We got to get the rest of the wolf pack in this house. We gotta get the whole wolf pack. Yeah, they, yeah, man, we gonna bring them. Cause we wanna go all the way through there, man. Shout out my boy, Lil Mexico, man. Yeah, y'all had, y'all recently had, did, didn't y'all have, uh, y'all recently had my brothers on here, the home, Boo Wop, Fizzle, yeah, didn't yeah, 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 I'm gonna tell you, like, Moochie and Fizzle, bro. They're not never gonna be. Nah, they took them all. They took them pictures too on the, on the album, bro. You better believe it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what. It, it's a lot of talent and it's a lot of stuff coming out, man. Y'all, y'all just gotta. I'm not even gonna say stay tuned because it's happening right now. Like we doing this right now. We dropping every day. We coming out with new music, new videos, new drip, new everything. And like, and not like I said, this ain't just happening because it's a new year. This is man. New Year, same, you know what's going on. Amen. Amen. Everybody clap it up right now. Full pack drink for this motherfucker. What's the name of the album when they drop it, man? What's the class tag drop? That nigga Charlie. He said, I ain't gonna lie to you. We want to win, like, I'm gonna be real. We're gonna leave it up to the fans. You feel me? Like I said, go get the Bricktober right now. Bro got a new single getting ready to drop with J Balvin, one of those threats in a couple days. You feel me? After that, it's all gas. It's already all gas, no breaks. But just be expecting me, Cap, Mexico, the whole Wolf Pack, the whole Paper Route, Fizzle, everybody. Man, we're going to go crazy. We're going to get out of works. Just know that when you put on YouTube or Instagram or the radio, you're going to hear one of us on that jump because, yeah, we we doing it like that. Straight up. Uh, straight up. We're just putting in the work. Nah, for real, and this is the best part, man. Cap G, Brick, y'all are real life street stars. Hey, real life street stars, you know what it is, man. Yeah. Big Brick. Long live Flipper, long live Squaw. Shout out real life street stars, nigga. Move. Hey.